Praise the Lord, everyone. God bless you today. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Another great Sunday morning and another great day to be alive. God bless you after Christ and our listening audience. We just we just thank God for all of you and, and everyone that is tuned in. I'm excited about what God has to do today. Uh, you, you all know my wife, Lois, and we, I'm so happy that uh, she's here with us on today. And we're, we're just excited about the word that we're going to have. We're going to go basic. We're going to go basic if we can, if anything is basic. And God, you start searching something and you really run into uh, an avalanche and a beautiful, beautiful outpouring of the Holy Spirit every time I go to research something. So, Lois, if you want to speak to them. Oh, just, I just want to say good morning. Thank God for you. And thank God for listening to us and taking time out to uh, this program. And any of your friends that are, you know, that have a um, phone and more and everybody does, mm -hmm. and ask them or invite them to come and mm -hmm. to listen to us. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to go in. You want to have prayer? Yes, please. Go on. Father, we thank you for another week that you have kept us. Yes. We thank you, God, that we are in your hands and we've been called according to your purpose and your design for us and that we would have life and have it more abundantly and that we would have eternal life with you. So God, for the next moments that we will go forth, God, I ask yes. your presence, he who is God, Holy Spirit, be in each and every home, be in each and every heart, yes. be in each and every spirit, God, that you have born again. and. Let the words of my mouth, God, and the meditation of my heart, God, always be acceptable in thy sight. Father, bless my wife and I as we come, God, to yes. deal with your people on today, bringing them the word of God to understand it even more. Help us to break it down, break it down. God, give us simplicity of execution yes. of language and of thought in the name yes. of Jesus. And God, give us uh, your divine presence in the word. And God, let this be a day that you have made, God. And we are rejoicing now. And God, you let your people rejoice all over the world in Jesus' name. Amen. We're here still caught in a pandemic, and we're here uh, with the power of God in our hearts continue to resonate within us, to continue to want us to come back and to assemble ourselves with what the Word says and, and come together as a force and a power connecting touching and agreeing and believing God, and we're going to continue to see miraculous miracles. Today, uh, if you have your Bibles, as I say every Sunday, get your Bible, get your Bible, get your Bible, and open your Bibles today uh, to Genesis. Now, those of you who have pens and you take notes, like from uh, my wife's Wednesday class, and that Wednesday class is real great, and I, I listen to her, and it's very in in instrumental, it's very instructional. If you follow the instructions, you're going to grow in God and not in a lot of fantasies that you're beginning to hear. A lot of times people begin to read this book, this book, this book, and that book, read one book and finish it, and then finish the next book, and then you'll be able to compare the thought. And we asking God uh, for all of those that read the Holy Scriptures that the Holy Ghost will come in and interpret the word for you so that you can reach your, your fullest power, potential, and purpose. Today we're going to be talking about power, potential, and purpose, God's power, and the power that he gives to you, God's, God's has evidence, to our potential, it has to be our potential, and our purpose, I'm still trying to figure out God's purpose, but he's just so wonderful, he's just constantly changing, 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 and it goes from, it goes from wonder to wonder to wonder. So, we're going to look at the power, potential, and purpose. God 
it says God is a God of purpose. He is a God of purpose. He came into my life. He had purpose for me that I didn't see. He has purpose in everything that he does. And if we were look at Genesis 1 and 26, let's go back to the beginning. And, and I always like to start in the beginning, uh, in the beginning. And we, we're going to be able to understand, uh, not fully, because I'm continually, continually, continuously hear God. And, and, and when I think I got it down, he changes and and then I, and I hear something else, and then he changed that, and I hear something else because he's a God that is always moving, always changing. And, and he comes and he illuminates your mind, and he'll take you what the scripture says from glory to glory to glory. And But you have to have eyes to see and ears to hear and be slow to speak. Sometimes, sometimes God gives you something to say, and sometimes he gives you something to hear and just to meditate on it in your heart. And years later, you'll be able to release it. So I, I have a thing that I say all the time, I say, it'll keep if you want to be kept. And you sometimes you have to realize that what, what I just said, uh, the word will keep in your heart. If you want to be kept by God, you always have to have something in you that you could pull on that helps you to have eternal life through Jesus Christ. So you pull on God's word, God's glory uh, that's in you, God's power, Holy Spirit that's in you. And you make sure that it is secure. And when you don't feel it on some days, you really feel like near naked and you go into prayer. And that's what he'd be wanting you to do. Let's look at Genesis 1 and Genesis, I have down here with Genesis 1 and 26. We, we, we have God uh, here in Genesis. Look at this, while you're there in Genesis 1, flip up to, to 1 and, and read uh, Genesis 1-1. Mm -hmm. Just flip up to 1-1. Mm -hmm. And it should read. And it should be In the beginning, when God created the universe, the earth was formless and, de and desolate. Now you, you, you're fine in the beginning, you know, and the book starts here for our understanding and for the things that God wants us to learn. And he did it so beautifully because right here, you're going to find the potential for life and the purpose of your life is all in Genesis and, and what he had did. And we're going to read just a few scriptures in Genesis. Again, I tell you, if I get here, I, I really never will get out of Genesis. It's just one of my favorite books. But let, let God, you help me to just give what you need to be given on today. So in Genesis 1, 1, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, here, now there heavens and the earth, and, and here, everything is done. It's just beautiful. God didn't need no help creating the heavens and the earth, the universe, the stratosphere, the, the, and all those different things that, the, that people will call them. I'm not going to go into that right now, but he, all the things that God created, you know, where he abodes, he, he, didn't, he didn't say, well, I'm going to create it from where I abode because we don't really know where God abodes. I, I think he abodes everywhere because his spirit is everywhere. So he's in, he's all encompassing God. So he says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And in 126, it says, it says, then God said, and now we will make human beings. They will be like us and resemble us. They will have power over the fish, the birds, and all animals. Yeah, and, and the scripture says, Then God said, Let us create man in our image and in our likeness. Mm -hmm. And then it says, According 
uh, it, it says according to our likeness. Uh, let me repeat that. And let me go. Matter of fact, let me go there. My new King James. Read it again while I'm going there. Please. Okay. He said, then God said, and now we will make man human being. Mm -hmm. They will be like us and resemble us. Mm -hmm. They will have power over the fish mm -hmm. and the birds and all animals and domestic and wild life. Mm -hmm. and, and it says in mine, it says, and let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish and over the birds and over the air and the cattle and over all the earth and everything that creepeth upon the earth. And here you find what God says, let them have dominion. Now God's, God's going to create man. Now let, let's just stop here for a minute and let's just talk about God created man. God created man in his image and his likeness. So God created man's spirit. Yes. Okay. You, he's not putting him in the earth here. He doesn't have an earth suit here. He hasn't formed that, and that later on comes back to us in Genesis. And then we're not going there today. But for all purposes, let's stay here with the spirit that man is creating him. The key word here is that he has dominion. And and in God having and giving man dominion, he gives him a, he gives him a personality. Uh, he gives him intelligence, which is an intellect, and he gives God, he gives him a mind, a will and an emotion that's in his soulish nature, okay? Because he's now spirit, but he also has a mind, he has a will, and he has an intellect. A lot of times we don't realize that to, to be able to talk to God, you have to have a reasonable amount of intelligence, which is your intellect, and then you have to have an, uh, have a functioning a, a, a within you, which is your will to be able to talk to God. And then you have to have a certain amount of reverence, you know, uh, it's always good to have reverence yes. when you come before God. God, God is God is great in that way. It says that, um, and let him have dominion over the earth. Um, man is created spirit. Mark that down and rest somewhere. If man is created spirit, and man is created soul, and man is created a body which is physical that has five senses to the outside world. Uh, uh, man's man's soul, spirit, and mind, will, and emotions is is very difficult to separate. That when you try to separate them, you 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 run into a lot of difficulty and understanding. So let's just do this. Let's say man's spirit lies dormant in a man. Uh, give me Romans ten nine and ten. It lies dormant in a man, and it needs to be born again in order to be able to function in this dispensation. I had you in Genesis. That's it's in the that's in the Old Testament. That's in the the uh, the old. Uh, I like to say the First Testament, and then in the Second Testament. And I hope I'm not carrying it too fast because I, I have to move through here to get us to understand where we're going today. And we're going to understand a, uh, a born again man walking this earth and being able to release the power of God so he can receive his full potential and know his purpose on earth okay so now we we, we are there yes I'm okay. At 10. okay 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 oh, 10, 10. Read, drop down to eight okay mm -hmm. what it says is this god's message is near you on your lips and in your heart mm -hmm. that is the message of faith that we preach mm -hmm. if you confess that jesus is lord and believe that god raised him from 
from death. Yeah, now this this is the this is the deep one. This is the deep one. Uh it's Paul. Paul is now writing. Paul is now writing to the Roman letter. He's writing, writing uh, to the Romans. Paul is Pauline epistles and the Pauline gospel is that of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. It identifies the body of Christ. It identifies uh, who we are in Christ. It identifies the church as the kingdom of God, not a building. Uh, it's not in a building. God doesn't dwell in a building uh, on Mars Hill. He's, there was the tomb of the unknown God. And he begins to expound to them and tell them about Jesus Christ, uh, Yahshua, who was, who, was, who was born of a virgin and who kept all of the laws and then was crucified and was buried. And on the third day, he rose again. And as he expounds these things, many people listened to him and was converted. But many people didn't. The, the, the Jewish leaders did not want to uh, believe that Jesus rose from the dead. They did not want to believe that he was the Messiah. Yes. There were many messiahs in the land at that time, but he was the only one that rose from the dead. And, and they did not want to believe that. What would it have done? It would have ended the Levitical priesthood, which it did do. It ended the Levitical priesthood with the ripping and the tearing of the veil that, that gave us access into the holies of holies. And, and that gave us access, uh, for a better way of saying it, into the third heaven where God is. Yes. So we, we have to go where God is to, to really to find out our purpose and how do we go where God is. And then Jesus says this thing. He says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will give unto you another, and it's, which is the same as myself. The same power that he has, which illuminated him, yes. was the Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Spirit was in operation in the flesh that God had created and let, allowed Jesus' personality and Jesus' identity to flow in the gift of the Son of God. And, and, and as God gives us this great gift as, of the Son of God, he gives him the power to release it and to be able to still sustain us today. That's why we get that word salvation. And when a lot of people say that we are saved, well, that becomes difficult. And if I, if I can, I'm, I'm going to try and explain that to you. Uh, let's, let's, let's just dash over to uh, Exodus, if you will, if you will. And, and while he's dealing in Exodus in the 14th chapter, around the 13th verse, we'll find if we go to Exodus, you're going to find this word salvation, and you, we're going to be able to look at it in a different way. But write down salvation. And then I want you to know that it, uh, it's talking about the Yeshua, and Greek is Jesus. It's talking about Jesus. And salvation, the definition of it is deliverance, prosperity, and victory. That'll preach wow. right there. <laughs> it, it will deliver you from sin, and it, it will bring you into your prosperity and give you victory over death, hell, and the grave. That sounds like salvation. And that's what happens. But you, you're saved. It's being. It's a different thing. But now, so you get your salvation. Well, let's go to the scriptures. Okay. All right, so that's 14, 14 and and three okay. down to fourteen. Mm -hmm. Okay, fourteen verse. The king will will think that the Israelites are are wandering around in the country and are closed in by the desert. Yeah. Please continue. Okay. 
I will make him stubborn and he will pursue you. And my victory over the king mm -hmm. and his army will bring me honor. Mm -hmm. Then the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. Uh -huh. The Israelites did as they were told. Now, you, you, you find here where God is dealing with Israel. God has always made provision for Israel. He's always dealt with Israel, God the Father. He's always dealt with Israel trying to bring them unto himself. Mm -hmm. you, you find here uh, uh, the, uh, the young warrior is getting, getting ready to go into warfare, uh, Moses, the, 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 the prophet of God. I said young because he lives a, he lives a long time. Uh, the prophet of God is dealing with God's people. And, and they're standing at the edge of the Red Sea is where they are. And then he says this thing. First thing he says to them, he says, I says, do not be afraid. You're, you're, the, the ones that you're reading is really different from me because I didn't read that one. And I, and I had this concept in my mind. So, so let's just compare the two okay. uh, different writings. And you're reading from the. The, uh, good news, the today's English version. Uh, today's English version. Mm -hmm. And I'm reading from the, the Good News King James translation, saying the same thing, but but relating to the uh, Moses standing right here with the people. And it says, Moses said to the people, this is important. Uh, at this particular time of pandemic and at this particular time of, uh, of the movement that we're in now, and God bless you, millenniums, keep on moving, keep on striving. Uh, we, we, we had it in the 60s, but keep on moving, keep on striving for the empowerment to fulfill your potential and accomplish your purpose today in God. Now, it says, Moses, he said to the people, he says, don't be afraid. We're in, uh, we're in a pandemic. We go to our homes. And a lot of us are still having fear. It comes to my mind every now and then. It comes to my mind because of my age. And everyone's saying, because of your age, this and that. It comes to my mind. So you have to press down fear. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down the strongholds. And don't get entangled with that Leviathan of fear. Begin to find things of purpose. Begin to find things that will satisfy and bring you into a faith relationship with God the Father and, and with Jesus the Son by underneath the unctioning of the Holy Spirit. A lot of times when uh, people say you're being difficult, no, that is how things operate. And you have to understand how things operate. If not, you'll be persuaded to go to another form of religion. And it says, don't be afraid, stand still. The, the standing still is where we are. God has a standing still right now. He, he, he doesn't have us moving around, and, 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 and it's hard sometimes for the saints of God to stand still. But it, it, it's hard for us to be in our home. We're anxious to get back to our assemblies. It, if when we come together in the assembly, it is the Holy Ghost coming together in us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God does not dwell in temples made with brick and mortar. Yes. He doesn't dwell. I don't care how big and beautiful your sanctuary is. God's not there. Oh, wow. Did I say that? Oh, wow. It's only there when we bring him with us. When you walk in, and those of you that are born again and have the spirit of God, walk into the temple, then you're bringing the Holy Ghost with you. So what happens at your home? Where's, where's the Holy Spirit? Right there with you. So now your home becomes the temple of God. Yes. Living in this temple of flesh and, and, and blood, both of them are going to perish. So, so it, it, both of us are going to need another place to go. Uh, ashes to ashes and 
they're, that's that I said, well, we're not going to go over there neither because that gets me back in Genesis. <laughs> so I'm saying to you that you must know within your Noah. You must know in your heart. You must know in your mind, your will, and in your emotion. It isn't a beautiful thing that we can worship God and I am emotion, but it's a better thing to have him in your mind where you study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that need not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. And 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 then in the and one of the most important parts of your life is that euphoria of, of your mind, which 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 the Holy Ghost comes in to always be buffeting you to let you know he's forever present. You have to continue to push down that the Holy Spirit when you're going to do something which you know comes against God. The Holy Spirit is constantly telling your mind, don't do that. So you have to willfully sin. You have to willfully, after you've been born again, born of the Spirit of God. Uh, and you, how do you be born again? Believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And by faith, you are seed. Okay, let's let's I want I want to definitely read that again. And uh that's in Romans 10, 9 and 10. I want to definitely read that again. Y'all get me let just let me read it out of my okay. scriptures because I'm really awful there. <laughs> Romans 10, 9 and 10. Uh let me get there. Uh because it says uh, uh it says 10 and, and in Romans 10, 9 and 10, I always say dynamite, TNT. Okay, for what for with the heart man believe unto yes. righteousness, and with com and with the mouth confession is made is, is made unto salvation. Now, now read right here, it doesn't say that you're saved. It says that it's made unto salvation, uh, because it's a for the scriptures say, whosoever believeth on him will not be put to shame. Now, salvation will cover your your sh shame part. It covers your sin. Now at, at the Red Sea, he says, he says, stand ye still, be not afraid, and see the salvation of the Lord. Because if we read up a bit, it'll tell you these Egyptians that you see today, you will see them no more. So the salvation comes in to cover you. It's, it's like a blanket. It's, it's the things that God does for you, and we don't do for ourselves. Do you, right. you agree with that? Yes, it's like in the step two, you got to come to the lead. Yes. You come to believe that through Jesus Christ we can be restored. Okay, we be restored to right, right relationship, relationship with God right. the Father. So that takes us all the way back to Genesis. Yes. He he gave he 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 created man to have power, yes. potential, and purpose. So with our power, potential, and purpose, we needed the Holy Spirit to come in now, yes. for we can be born again yes. and and born again by faith. Mm -hmm. And if we and now we're not born of the Spirit. Well, uh, how can you be born of something if it's not there? You're born with a spirit, and your spirit needs, it lies dormant. It's not activated to God. Yes. It, we know of God, but it's not activated to God to where you know that you know in your Noah, that, <laughs> in your Noah, that you know that you know for an assurance yes. because of you're studying the word that in your Noah, after studying it, you make a choice. Yes. And that choice is that you came to believe. Yes. That's what you said. Now, what, what, what was the title there? And it says, we believe that through Jesus Christ, an uninhibited and true relationship with God the Father will be restored along with our, our sanity, stability, and identity. That will give you power in your potential to be prosperous. To know your purpose. 
you, you see that to know your purpose, yes, yes. to know your purpose in God, yes. your your power potential and your purpose comes out. Yes. And and just just to pound this thing in, read that again for me, yes. would you? Because I might not go no further than yes. here. We believe that through Jesus Christ and uninhibited. Okay, now it says through Jesus Christ. Yes. The way in is through, it, through the Holy Ghost, yes. through the new birth. Yes. Through the new birth of your spirit. So now you're moving into God. Yes. And you have a new birth. Yes. That's coming. And we're not going to, I'm not going to stay there so long because thousands of things just hit my mind. Please. And this step talks about coming to believe that we could have a right relationship with God the Father. So we have to be able to study to have this right relationship. Yes. Yes. With, with God. Yes. And what else to say? Says, we look at the people we know who have the relationship with God, and their life seems to be so much happier than the lives of yeah. those who do not. Yeah, stop looking at other people. You don't know what 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 they're doing. You don't know what they are. Uh, you're gonna have friends, and then later on in life, you begin to understand how they are saved. You begin to see their lifestyle that changes. You begin to see their spirit being illuminated, especially when you come together, touch and agree, and believe God for anything. And the touch to the prayer of agreement. The prayer of agreement is the Holy Ghost coming together, forming this temple that we call the, the spirit of God. And we're coming into the body of Christ. We're coming into the kingdom of God when we come together, touching and agreeing, and not in brick and mortar. So after Christ, we can touch and agree, even though we're not at our sanctuary. Yes. We can still, as we pray for one another, with the Holy Ghost being that of our own volition, that we come into agreement and say, we're going to stay here after Christ. We're going to be one of God's forces on this corner as we come together to pray for power, potential, and purpose. But and God, God has given us his power, and he showed us his potential. And we got to discover our purpose. Go ahead. And the one thing that we we we, we stumble at, or we uh, are fearful about, with like the question that we may ask ourselves is, "Will God really work for me?" Yes. You know, and it says, "Will God really work in my life if I do believe?" The answer is yes. He is only waiting for us to give him the opportunity. See now. They, he, as they were standing still, mm -hmm. and it says, and see the salvation of the Lord. Yes. God gave them opportunity yes. Yes. to believe. He's always going to give you uh, signs. Lots of us like signs. I like signs. And that, that God, this is really what God is saying. Yes. And, and he will give you that. But that is the salvation of the Lord. And, and a lot of you run around and say, I'm saved. And I said, well, what does that mean that you're saying that you're saved? Now, I understand God's salvation. It's, it was predicated, in the, and there's a lot of different times in the Bible. Thank God I, I, uh, for if you'll allow me not to go back there and deal with each and every one of them. But God has provided for his people at all times for, for the deaf angel sometimes to pass over, salvation, and, and for calamities to, to not to happen to them. These things pass over yes. for, for uh, uh, things in their life that would have happened. He, he, he takes care of it. Battles that they would have fought. He takes care of yes. it. So battles that we might have fought, God has already moved them out of our way. Mm -hmm. So as you can move into your potential, uh, he, the power that he gives you is the power of the Holy Ghost to pray to him. So he moves things out of your way. So now that is that is your salvation because now the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds that you would have the power 
and the potential that you can fulfill the purpose of what is there. But now the power of God is in you. You must release it in your prayer with the understanding of the scriptures on how to pray to the to the enemy that's coming against you to pull down those walls like a Jericho. God will send forces just to drive things away from you. And I, and I love that like that. But to, to be saved, for, for those of you that, that like definitions, to be saved is to be safe. I'm safe in God. Yes. I'm safe in his arms. Mm -hmm. I have another kingdom to go to, the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of this world. I belong to the body of Christ, yes. which is a kingdom within itself here, here on earth. And the kingdom will be called out because we are the called out believers. Yes. We've been rescued from sin. We've been rescued from the shame of the world. We, are, have, been, we have repented. So now we're part of the body of Christ. And, and I hope that you're going along with me. It means to be kept safe. Say, I'm safe. I'm kept safe. I'm kept safe because I, in my eternal security, yes. once I'm born again, my eternal security will take me from, from earth to heaven. I will never have to die. Uh, my, my flesh man will, but my spirit man will go on to live forever. Yes. I've been rescued. Rescued from what? I've been rescued from my sin nature. What is that? I've been rescued from myself. I always say, I, 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 uh, the, the, the old Rudy, you wouldn't have really wanted to know, but then they started calling me Brother Rudy. I, I thought that guy was pretty decent because he was constantly working on himself, trying to be what God had called for me to be, if I can fulfill the potential that God had called for me to have and deal, do it with the power of the Holy Ghost. And another thing that brings to my mind is when I first got saved, they used to teach us that now you're saved from not only uh, the penalty of sin, mm -hmm. but you're saved from the uh, power of sin. That's real good. Mm -hmm. Yes. Not only dealing with the, with, so this is a power, potential, and purpose what we're dealing with. Yes. So you said, you, you said that we're saved from the uh, uh, penalty. The penalty. The penalty that sin brings, which is death. That's death. And now that's death. And we were only when we're called with that the great white throne judgment, we're gonna die again and continue to die and, and continue to have this torment. But we don't have the sting of death or the victory of death Good. to hold us. Good. And and another we say from the power of sin, we, we're no longer under the bondage of allowing sin to overtake us. Okay. So and then now wait, wait a minute, you said we allow sin. We, we, to overtake us? We we, we, don't, we don't have to allow sin to Good. overtake us. Mm -hmm. And and the third one, which is we're not saved from the very presence yet. We're, we're, we're in the process. Our future will save us from the very presence of sin when we go be with Jesus. Oh, praise God. So while we're here in this time dispensation. We still have the presence of sin. In the presence of sin. Yes. But when we move to where there is no time. Into the infinity. We're, then we won't have the presence of then sin. Then we won't have the presence of sin. We won't. Know the presence of death. No, none of those. <laughs> the power, the penalty, and the presence. None of those things that we see here on earth. Exactly. The what? The power. The penalty. Penalty. And the presence. And the presence. That, we that's... still have the presence of sin. Okay. But we are free from the other two. The so the penalty and the power. So there's another power that yes. works against us. Yes. Evil power. Evil power. So there's another potential. Yes. That works against us. Evil potential. Yes. And there's another purpose. That works against us. Yes. That's the purpose of the enemy. That's the purpose of and, the enemy. And we, to we, defeat we, us on every area. Yeah. It is there to just take our life. And Christ said, I've come that you might have life. And without Christ, we never achieve or even enter into the abundance of life. So, never. Because the, the enemy is always there to block what God is doing. So that's why God is constantly 
warned us in the earth through the power of the Holy Spirit to get us to receive them so that we can learn how to live. Wow. So we have so without this born-again nature, we never achieve it. So this born-again spirit that he gives us, the Holy the Holy Spirit, uh, I like the Holy Ghost. It, it comes in and, and, and it gives us power and authority with God. Yes. So we can do nothing without it. Nothing, nothing, nothing lasting. Nothing lasting. Wait a minute, I said nothing without it. Nothing that is called for us to do because we've been called to God. We've been called. Let let me say that like that. Into the earth for God's purpose, but we miss it because we're not taught that from birth. Okay, so to be saved, to be kept safe, to be rescued, and then it says, uh, "Some someone from harm or danger," and that's harm that comes to attack us. It attacks our knowledge of what we know about God. And if we don't know enough, then it constantly would attack us and try to draw us away Away from from our deliverance. The purpose of the enemy is to always to keep us from the very presence of God. So the title of this says uninhibited. Uninhibited. Bring that back again. Let's let's try it again. We believe that through Jesus Christ, an uninhibited and true relationship. Okay, right there. An uninhibited. So we have to pray. To get our things that had inhibited us yes. from our childhood yes. up until the times that we receive a yes. born again spirit. Yes. So now we don't need to be inhibited. So yes. we approach God by faith, by faith. A, a, with a pure heart, sincerely. That, yes. That's a great word. To be sincere about the things of God when you approach him in prayer. Mm-hmm. This is sincerity of, that brings forth your faith. That he comes in to be the deliverer and bring you into his salvation. And then when you are saved, you become secure in him so that you can fulfill the power, the the potential, and the purpose. Go ahead. The moment moment you uh, uh, accept Christ, the enemy goes to work at that moment to tell you, oh, nothing changed. Okay. You're not changed. You don't have nothing. Okay. That's not real. He comes to tell you that, and you almost want to say to yourself, well, I didn't feel any different. It's not by a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's by your belief, what you just believe, and what you just took in. is by your confession, confession and mm-hmm. your own belief. So the enemy will try to fool you like you're supposed to feel something mm-hmm. at salvation. Mm-hmm. So I have to be willing, and God will make me able mm-hmm. To do what I what he wants me to do, or Absolutely. do uh, what he wants me to do, I already know it. No, you don't I, already know it. It's through the power of the Holy Spirit at work. Because the moment we accept Christ, we have the Spirit. It comes in to direct us. It comes in to lead us and guide us. So that thing which was laying dormant in me, yes, now, now it's alive, it's alive and, activated. and activated in me. Yes. So that's my new high. That's your new power. That's your new power twin. Yeah. You can touch and agree. Yeah. Yeah. I call, I, I call it my, my new high. But for those of you who had, had uh, indulged in substance, you can exchange one for the other. That's a great exchange. It's a great, yeah. That's a great that's exchange. That's what I'm teaching. The great exchange. You're teaching the great exchange. On Wednesday. So and in teaching that, you're telling me that I can come from the old man. You can come from the old man to the new man because... Christ is at work in us. The moment we open our mouth and believe in our heart and confess with our mouth, mm-hmm. 
He's there. He's that rum, that's a powerful. I'm glad it's called TNT because it's like dynamite. It goes in mm. and, and establishes itself in you. <laughs> the Holy Spirit establishes itself in you. So that, that brings us to the point where we really don't know our purpose. Is, is, is every spirit, I mean, is every purpose known to us when we come to God? No. Then expound, if you will. No, no. Your purpose is not known because we don't know why God sent us here. It's through our functioning in the earth, in the churches, in where in your local assembly, when you begin to function and, and doing different things, whatever it is, and whether you're cleaning the bathrooms or standing at the door, being an usher or whatever it is, God, and when we're praying, God, show me why I'm here. Show me my purpose for being. Show me why I came into the earth. When we ask ourselves all these questions and put them back to God, God, as you function, God begins to show you where you where you fit. He begins to show you your, your uh, purpose in life. So my will is not no longer valid. Now it's his will. It's his will. Let thy will be done. Yes. On earth. On earth. As it is in, in heaven. heaven. So and God knows when he sent us from heaven into the earth through our parents, where we fit. Okay. We all have a destiny to fulfill. So be, to be born again means that I no longer desire to do my will. Well, so that's will, why it takes. Fight it. You will fight it. The Holy Spirit. You're always uh, trying to fit. You're willing to what God wants you to do. and But that's when the Holy Spirit will come in to help you to deny yourself and begin to follow God. Because a lot of times we want to still do what we want to do. And it might not be the will of God for you. So you have to really be yielded to the things of God to be able to yield to him so he can begin to show you through your obedience to obeying the scriptures. Through so your obedience. God so, begins to show you where you fit. So my will would have me to get high and still go to church because God is constantly wooing me. I would go there on New Year's Eve and high, and I let I would go there and leave and go to a party. But it comes to a point where I must I must make a decision. Yes. To turn from the, turn things, from of the, the things of the past. And, and it's like Paul says. You no, know, Paul tells you. It said, "Forgetting those things that are behind mm -hmm. and press toward the mark." The mark of the high calling is for God to begin to show you where you fit. Yeah, but nothing was called. Nothing. You say the high calling. The, yeah. Whatever the high I calling would get to the high, yeah. and I'd never get to the, the calling. calling. <laughs> <laughs> I would have my own calling yeah. in my own high, yeah. but there's a higher calling. Yes, it, it, when I'm doing it clean. When I'm not intoxicated, intoxicated with the world or with anything that has come from the earth. You know what the word intoxication means? Uh, it impairs your judgment. That's good. When you're under the influence of other spirits, yes. it influences your judgment. Again, and it's always to oppose the will of God. Okay. Always. So it influences my judgment. Yes. And, and it comes against the knowledge of God. Yes. So if, if, I, if I don't know about this God, the, there's still something in me, yes. which is my spirit man, that longs, that longs for you to obey and to follow after the things of God. So people make gods out of, of, out of many things. Yes. Of wooden idols, and they make, they make gods out of something that God created, and, which is the earth. And remember, always do whatever you do, 
The enemy is there to oppose what God wants to do in you. So he's always trying to get you into a detour in your life to follow after what he wants. And then you could be in God, but not following the will of God for your life. So my purpose is only found in the minds of my creator of the thing. So so I, I wrote down here, purpose is only found in the mind of the creator yes. of the thing. So whatever I say, We're like, the thing so like, like a telephone. Yes. So the person that designed it yes. in his mind, he knows how it functions. He knows the purpose of why he designed yes. it. Yes. Yes. So God knows the purpose for his design in us, which each one of us is different. Absolutely. But we have to come into the knowledge of why he created us, us and the thing that he put in yes. us to create in the earth yes. to be released because that becomes our responsibility. Yeah, yeah. To, to seek him, to seek him, to seek him to find out, okay, God, where do you want me? Where, where, where would you want me to fit? Where do you want me to be? What will you have me to do? Absolutely. So when I don't see my purpose, what am I to do? And continuously to see God and function where you are. Now that's a place of waiting. Sometimes uh, of they waiting. that wait upon the Lord yes. shall what? Uh, shall renew their strength. And then, then watch what God says. He says, then you shall mount up. That means the mounting up means that you shall stand over your circumstances. A lot of times there's a place between sin and, and, and doing the will of God. Yes. That that in-between space there is where your mind, your will, and your emotion is going right crazy because you want to return from which you came. You always want to go back the thing that you knew because it's wooing you back. Well, and, because we feel comfortable back there. We did think we do things for so long, we just feel like, well, yeah, that's where I fit, that's where I belong. And you're always the enemy is always trying to get you. To go back to that comfortable place. Can I say I, 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 you have to be made to be comfortable in, in, in that, in that uncomfortable place because that, that wasn't really comfort. But I made it my but comfort zone it. Yeah, because it. It, it, it was so, it was so against you. It was so against you. <laughs> it was killing. It was me. killing you. It was killing me softly. <laughs> and guess what? Real fit. We feel like, oh God, it wasn't so bad. I got to die yes. or something. Yes. You know. So yes. we want to fit in those uncomfortable places, and God is. Steadily trying to pull us out through the power of the Holy Spirit to help us move away from those things that are killing us. So I, I have to and release our potential. Have to release my carousing. Yes. See, I, I want to use that word carousing. That that that's a good word to use. Okay. And, and I want to understand that I had a greater potential given to me at birth. Yes. But I can't get to that potential until I deal with the new birth. And the new birth only comes by faith. Yes. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, just to bring us back into yes. focus again. Uh, what is the what is the purpose of the church? You know, let's look at Matthew's uh, 24, right? Matthew right 24. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, well, that's in the in the gospel. Yes, yeah, let's go there real quickly. I think our time is it's, it's getting it's running out on us. And I, I try to make this a short meeting and we, we could stop if you like. Uh, and pick this back up next week. Matthew 24, 14. Okay, 24, 14. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get there. Mm -hmm. okay. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as mm -hmm. it is witnessed to the all nations, and then the end will come. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. It, it, I want to read it out of mm -hmm. this. this it says, come on, let's sit back here. 
It says, and this good news about the kingdom will be preached through all the world for a witness to all mankind, and then the end will come. Mm -hmm. Talking now, about the good news of Christ and what he can do for you. Yeah, now I want you to go to Jeremiah, and, and we're closing. Let's go to Jeremiah. We'll, we'll pick this up where we left off next week. Jeremiah 18. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah 18. Jeremiah 18. Okay. And what verse? Uh, let's start at 7. I'm going to keep on moving up, moving up, moving up. Mm -hmm. Okay. You ready for me to go? Yes, please. If at any time I say that I am going to uproot, break down, or destroy any nation or kingdom, mm -hmm. but then that nation turns okay. from okay. its evil. Okay, right here. It turns from his evil. Mm -hmm. Now we're looking at the word salvation. We started there. We're going to end right there. Now, watch the salvation of God. Okay. okay. And it says, but then that nation turns from its evil. Mm -hmm. I will not do what I said I would. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, if I say that I am going to plant or build up any nation mm -hmm. or kingdom, mm -hmm. but then that nation disobeys me mm -hmm. and does evil, I will not do what I said I would. Okay. Now then, tell the people of Judah and of Jerusalem mm -hmm. that I am making plans against them and getting ready to punish them. Mm -hmm. Tell them to stop living sinful lives, Good. to change their ways, mm -hmm. and the thing they are doing. They will answer, no. Why should we? Okay, we will all be just as stubborn and evil as we want to be. <laughs> that's, oh, wow. yeah, that's enough. <laughs> stubborn and evil as we, we want, want to, to be. be. And, and, and it goes on to let you know that we need to be born again. Yes. Not of the flesh and not of the blood, but, but of, of God. We need to be changed in our spirit person. I'm, I'm going to really cut us off. I've been trying. I know we've been running over to an hour and a lot of time been breaking my own rules. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that uh, you guys have joined us and we thank you so much for joining us on this Sunday. And we, we're going to we're going to just stop right here. I will want to do an I want to do 30 minutes to 45 minutes. OK. And, and, and just because we're stopping right here, does, it's, not, it's not saying that you do not have to study. And then today I want you to study your, and ask God to show you his power. And you work on your potential. And above all things, I want you to work on his divine, divine will for your life, purpose. which is your purpose, your yes. purpose. And as you write this week, I want you to write down for yourself uh, what is your purpose. And then I want you to write down for after Christ, you after Christ, please, what is our purpose when we return to our sanctuary and we become one, knitted together again. Any closing remarks? Yes, I just want to tell those that were listening, if you um, have received anything from this uh, this broadcast, mm -hmm. uh, just tell your friends to join in with us. We just thank you. Please just take that moment, that time to tell them about our, our program that comes on every Sunday and Monday at 7 and every Wednesday at 6. And, and we think, want to thank all all of After Christ oh, staff yes. and, and all the willing workers that we have. Uh, hold to what you know. Hold to the faith. Let us always continue to be one, even though we are divided. We're still one with God yes. in the spirit. So, Father, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We adore you for all that you're doing in the earth. 
and most of all through your people. We thank you, God, as you knit us together in love, as we stand fast and be unmovable, oh God, in this season, oh God, that we will feel ourselves and to know what our purpose is in you. We thank you right now in the name of, in the Jesus, name of Jesus, from Apostle Rudy and Pastor Lois Elvis. We thank you and we want you to go, be blessed, and, and prosper in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Hold fast to the faith. And remember, you are a born-again kingdom believer. Yes.